Hello, hello, lovely souls. Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. How are you this morning? It's Monday and it is February 22nd, 2020. We are at episode number four out of six for the fat loss um, series that I'm doing. So welcome. I want you to get comfortable today. We're going to talk about carbs and fat loss and some of the truths, some of the myths. And the fact that everybody's different, you know, it's been a year or so that we've been doing these podcasts. I've been doing these podcasts and you've been chiming in and listening to them and providing some feedback, some wonderful suggestions and some direction for me as to what you want more of. And together we are making some major life changing choices that are helping each and every single one of us live better lives. We're living up to our potential, right? We're working on that every single day. So I want to take a minute today and remind you that the weight loss challenge that I do isn't a diet. There's no end and start date. Yes, there is for the challenge, but that in itself is irrelevant because the tools and techniques I teach you along the way have no start and end date. There is really nothing you can't apply throughout any other area of your life, especially when it comes to mindset and movement, meals, money, relationships, things like that, including yourself and where you fall in that spectrum. Because, you know, I still hear it quite a bit. We don't take time to take care of our own needs. We, we really don't. We sacrifice and we typically still in today's society put other people first and realize why we are so exhausted. Why you know, we are burnt out at both ends or why we're saying no to ourselves and yes to others. This is not the way things should be. And you've heard it a thousand times. And I'm going to say it one more time for you. And I heard this on a kid's show this weekend when I was watching my grandson when we were hanging out. And for the first time ever, I heard it on like Treehouse. And one of the characters was talking about, you know, you need to go home and rest and take care of yourself so you can take care of others. You can't pour from an empty cup. And how often do we hear that? How often do we not apply that? And how often do we self-sabotage because of deadlines, excuses, lack of motivation, not knowing our why, inspiration, whatever it might be. Maybe it's even a nice, warm, cozy bed on a Monday morning. It doesn't matter. Or maybe it's because you've gained weight and you don't know where to start. Or maybe you're overdrawn in your bank account and you feel overwhelmed. Lean into me. Lean into these podcasts. Take what you can for free information and let me know how I can support you when you're ready for more. So today's episode, as I mentioned, is all about carbs and fat loss. It is episode four of a six-part series. And it's not going to be super, super long today. Um, I'm going to Go over some of the highlights and then when I'm working with people one-on-one or if you care to reach out, let's go a little bit deeper when it comes to personal preferences because carbs is different for everybody. Your carb tolerance is mostly the result of genetics. Some people process carbs better than others and we've seen that. It's not just a male or female in a relationship that are both watching what they eat and being mindful of their macronutrients. You know, Tony and I can eat the exact same thing and he could lose weight and I can put on weight just because our carb tolerance is completely different. So 
what it is is there's an enzyme that breaks down starch as soon as it comes into contact with our saliva. Some people have more, more of this enzyme, which means they break down the starches better and faster than people who have less of this enzyme. And I'm purposely not being scientific here because I don't want to really geek out on you. Again, we can go over this one-on-one -on -one if you want. But of course, this is not the only determining factor to a person's weight, but it does have an impact on carbohydrates as well as your activity level, medical conditions, and the type of amount of carbohydrates you eat and when you eat them are all factors. So knowing that, I want to share that there is way too much confusion about carbohydrates. Too many people lump them all in the same category and they act as if gram, one gram of carb or calories is the only relevant factor and that is not the case. Others act as if carbs are bad. I'm really encouraging you to step away from labeling all food, good, bad, healthy, unhealthy, clean, dirty. Get away from all of those and think that everything, I challenge you for the next week, between now and the next time you hear the next episode, well, hopefully in a week from now, unless you're catching up on them, but think about the fact that you label your foods and what you label them as. Do you label them as good or bad? Healthy, clean, dirty, unhealthy. I can't have that. It's not in my diet. I want you to reframe your mind. This is the mindset piece. You know, you know, I do a lot of work with meals, mindset, movement, and money because it all comes down. It all comes from the same place. The root problem will fix, fixing the root problem will fix all of those areas, including, including relation, meaningful relationships that matter right? So when it comes to carbs, not all carbs are the same. Do you know, are you aware that vegetables and fruit are carbohydrates? So if it is not a fat or a protein, it is automatically a carb, a, carb, a carbohydrate. Okay. So some people suggest that carbohydrates are essential. Even when pushing fat loss, we should consume multiple servings of quality carbs each day. I want you to think of this differently, okay? Other people suggest that your metabolism works like an accounting system, and we need to consume carbs in the morning if we wish to burn them off. And that reflects a fundamental misunderstanding about metabolism and the macronutrient utilization. And this is where I wanted to bring them all in together. While it can be frustrating to hear conflicting opinions, because there are so many conflicting opinions out there, we've got keto, which is the old Atkins diet. We've got Weight Watchers, which has been around forever. Now, Weight Watchers has turned a corner a little bit, but in my personal opinion, they really do a good job of saying, eat whatever you want, just eat within these parameters. Now, they've gotten better where they've put a higher emphasis on macronutrients versus processed foods. And that's where I want you to be more mindful of, but we're not going to dig into processed foods today, but there are so many different plans. There are so many different, there's, um, paleo eating, there's vegetarian eating, so many different options. And the key isn't to say that one is right or wrong or something is better or worse. You all should know by now, I am not a big keto believer because it's not sustainable. There is a lot, a lot of document support that says that mental health is the number one biggest side effect to lack of carbohydrates. Um, and to sustain a proper keto diet, you are eating 
too few carbs for too long that as soon as you start to re-engage those back into your body, you are risking other elements and other health, other health risks. Not only that, but you're also risking uh, weight gain right away. And when somebody says to me they can't eat a potato because it's from the garden, but it's not on their carb plan, on their keto plan, there is something wrong with that choice. So it can be frustrating because there is a lot of conflicting opinions when it comes to carbs. Today, I'm specifically going to dive in and talk to you about carbs and fat loss. Carb strategies for sustainable fat loss are not complex or difficult. Your body will never lie about what works and what feels best for you. Think about that. Um, your body will never lie. It's going to tell you. Your body, your belly is going to swell up a little bit. You're going to have gas or indigestion um, if what you're eating doesn't work. And that's where it's more than just counting the calories or being mindful of the macros. It's really about your hunger, your cravings, your mood, your energy. Start tracking those things. Start leaning into what's working. Okay. And I really want you, we're going to go into some of the um, golden rules that I, that I talk about when it comes to carbs and fat loss. And that's eating your starchy carbs at the right time. Choose the right quality of carbohydrates. Consume the right quantity and pair your carbs with the right company. And what I mean by that is always eat your macros. Mix your macros. Always mix your macros. Okay. When it comes to, let's go over those four points again, okay? Eat starchy carbs at the right time. Choose the right quality of carbohydrates. Consume the right quantity. And pair your carbs with the right company. So, first one, the right time. Limit all carbs to your evening or post-workout meal. Here's the reason. For maximum fat loss, you'll want to eat your carbs with your dinner time or post-workout meal. Sometimes it's okay to even have them like after dinner as a dessert, like a baked apple or something like that. The reason we want to avoid carbs early in the day is that we are most sensitive to the hormone insulin. We talked about this three episodes ago. Insulin in the morning isn't good. Even a slight rise in blood sugar will produce a larger insulin response in the morning because we have fasted overnight. The presence of insulin turns our fat burning machinery into an exaggerated morning response and it puts us at a major fat burning disadvantage for the day. So we want our body to be in fat burning mode as much as we can. Fat burning mode. And the best way to do that is to reserve our carbs for the evening. And here's an analogy that I like to use when it comes to insulin. Because remember, we have fasted all night long and our insulin levels are low when we wake up in the morning. We want to keep it that way. So if you think of turning on a light in a dark room, what is the impact to your body? It's a bit of a shock and awe, right? Like if you're sound asleep and someone comes and flicks on a light at six o'clock in the morning in a dark room, you're alert. Your whole body's suddenly awake in most most cases. I'm not talking about teenagers or sleepyheads or, you know, after a long, rough night with a baby. Yes, I'm speaking from experience. I had the baby this weekend. But still, um, 
What I'm trying to say, though, is if you take that same example and at five or six o'clock at night in a lit room where you've got sunlight coming in or natural light or maybe a light on already, and you add another light to the environment, the shock and awe isn't there. It's just a little brighter. That is the same theory that we use when it comes to carbs for fat loss. When you bring carbs into your body later in the day, which is counterproductive to what you've always thought about, but what you've done in the past hasn't worked, right? Or you wouldn't be looking for more motivation. You wouldn't be looking for a complete transition. So what you've done in the past in this particular area, I'd like you to think differently about. When you turn on that light, when you eat carbs, same thing, later in the day, your insulin sugars are not going to spike because they've already been used to the other foods that you've been fueling your body. Start your morning with more protein, more fat, okay? So the right time. So another reason for avoiding carbs early in the day is the hormone cortisol is highest in the morning. That's just a major part of our normal sleep cycle. Cortisol, a stress hormone, peaks in the morning to help us wake up. It's like flipping that light on, right? We're instantly alert. We always want to avoid spiking insulin when cortisol is naturally high because cortisol exaggerates the fat storing potential of insulin, especially around the abdominum. So your stomach area, that's where most people have the biggest struggle and that's the biggest impact when it comes to a perfect storm of cortisol, which is stress and insulin, which is sugar. Okay. So we always want to avoid spiking insulin when cortisol is naturally high because cortisol exaggerates the fat storing potential of insulin, especially around the stomach area. So what should you eat in the morning for fat burning? Ah, I'm going to go over that a little bit later, but I can tell you one of my favorites, honestly, is a protein shake or eggs or yeah, you know what? Scrambled eggs, an omelet. I have a really cool omelet maker that goes in the microwave. Even poached eggs in the omelet or poached eggs in the microwave are really good. Oatmeal is okay, um, but protein. You want high protein and fat in the morning. And a lot of people choose bulletproof coffee still. I haven't talked too much about this. Um, it is something that I quite enjoy. You are adding a combination of grass-fed butter, if you can, um, MCT oil into your coffee. And it sustains fullness because of the fat from the butter and the MCT oil through for a longer period of time. So you're giving your body longer to wake up. So those are some of these suggestions. I really do like the Bulletproof coffee as well as um, a shake, a protein shake. And only because my mornings are busy and I like to start my mornings off healthy and full. Right? So the next point, the right carbs. Choose unprocessed carbohydrates. We talked a little bit earlier when I talked about processed foods versus natural foods and whole foods. I really want you to do what you can and identify how you feel when you eat processed foods versus regular foods. By regular foods, think the perimeter of the shopping aisle at the grocery store. Meats, vegetables, potatoes, things that you would buy in the perimeter. Even, you know, if you're going like canned tunas, okay. Um, but stay away from crackers and, and the process, like Chef Boyardee, anything that's processed down the aisles. Try to stay away from that as much as you can. And when you are eating processed foods, go ahead and try to be mindful of your mood, your cravings, your emotions, 
and your hunger and see how that has an impact for you. So when it comes to processed foods, talk about the wrong carbs for fat loss is what we're going to do first. We're going to talk about the wrong carbs for fat loss. You want to avoid carbs that will send your blood sugar through the roof. And this is where identifying how you feel makes a difference. So things that are highly processed, chemical laden kinds of food that you get in boxes and bags, chips, cookies, cakes, anything made in a factory, those are not the right carbs for fat loss. It doesn't mean you can never enjoy an Oreo or a muffin or anything like that. It just means they're not optimal for fat loss. You'll want to choose healthier carbs most of the time. And by now, you all know that I am the biggest supporter of the 80-20 rule with every single part of my life. This is where you would apply it. 80% of the time, choose as healthy as you can. And we again, we can break that down one-on-one. But the more processed Carbs are generally higher in sugar and starch and will have a significant impact on your blood sugar, which then has a bigger impact on your insulin than whole food carbohydrates. Remember, the more you spike your insulin, the longer you stay out of fat burning mode and the more likely you are to experience chronic hunger and that's going to lead to more carbohydrate cravings. So have you ever eaten a fruit bowl, like a, like a fruit salad bowl for breakfast and you're still hungry like within half an hour? there's nothing with it. You haven't mixed your macros. You haven't had anything else, but you've spiked your sugar. So you've just had carbohydrates there. And yes, fruit's good. It's good sugar, but this is where you want to mix your macros. If you were to have a fruit bowl, like a fruit salad bowl with a hard boiled egg and maybe some ham, there is a better combination for you than just the fruit bowl. You can even have that fruit bowl with some Greek yogurt. Okay. Mix it up a little bit, the right time. So actually, let's let's finish with the right carbs. Um, the carbs that you want to focus on are going to be those carbs that are so close to their natural state as possible. And this is where I have an issue with keto because potatoes, anything that comes from the garden is a very natural state. You should not, you should feel very comfortable eating those foods at any given time, especially in the evening if you're trying to optimize fat loss, which is what these episodes are about, the series, series of six. So the carbs you want to emphasize are going to be those that are close to their natural state as possible. You're talking about fruit, like berries, apples, or citrus, especially very good. Starchy vegetables, starchy vegetables, um, things like potato, sweet potato, and squash. Okay. Bring those to a natural state as much as you can. And we're going to try to save those for as late as the day as possible. So the right amount would mean start by limiting your serving to half a cup and adjust down or up from there. That means half a cup of sweet potato, half a cup of berries, one carb is limited to about half a cup. If you're cruising along and burning lots of fat, you can add a little bit more and monitor your results. On the flip side, if you're not seeing a big difference, you're going to want to scale back to a quarter of a cup and see how that goes. So that's a quarter of a cup or half a cup of rice with your dinner at night or of sweet potato with your dinner. For me personally, I do try to stay around a quarter of a cup to half a cup, sometimes in between, maybe a third of a cup to my dinner or post-workout meals, um, depending on the length of intensity of my workout. So this morning I did Pilates. I will have um, some oatmeal probably. Um, I might just stick with the protein shake this morning though, because I'm feeling really good. So that's where you want to be mindful with check in each day, check in with each moment. 
I can always save, if I can push those carbs out, I will push those carbs out, right? But I've already worked out before I've eaten and that's another fat loss burning secret. That's why working out in the morning is the best thing that you can possibly do. But if you're not a morning person, work out when you can. All right. So I'm on average about a third of a cup when it comes to my carbs. Typically, it's after a workout or post-dinner time. And that's where I get the best results personally. And we all know I am on a journey with you guys because I did gain weight last year. And and, um, I gained weight from stopping working out with the studio. I've gained weight with my ankles being under construction and having to, I guess, um, go back to the beginning when it comes to my weight loss journey. And then I also had a lot of stress just like everybody else and a lot of changes and that's okay. You know what? I can still look at myself in the mirror. I am okay with the whys that it happened. I pause, I reflect, and I make healthy changes along the way. And that's what it's all about. So, so far we've talked about the right time, the right carbs, the right amount of carbs, anywhere between half a cup to a quarter of a cup, preferably at night or after a workout, the right company, pair carbs with protein or fat. I always say, Mix your macros at every meal and every snack. So try to make it protein and fat for breakfast and lunch as much as you can, or add a nice leafy green salad to your lunch, or even some steamed vegetables. Steamed vegetables are perfect for lunch. You can add some cayenne pepper, bring in some snack, have that with your a smaller version of the meal you're going to eat or with a protein shake, you're good. Or, you know, it depends on where you're at. I don't agree with more than one protein shake a day permanently. Occasionally, yes. Permanently, no. Because I do believe in eating what works for you. And unless you can sustain that, I know some days I do and some days I don't. If I have a soup ready, I will eat the soup and a salad or a sandwich. No, not really a sandwich. Um, Sometimes, occasionally a sandwich. Um, But normally leftovers, limiting the carbs. More so the, limiting the starchy carbs when I say that, not the vegetables. Okay, so mix your macros. For optimal fat loss, never eat your carbs alone. Always pair your carbs with either a fat or protein or both. This is important because eating your carbs, like we talked about the fruit salad, by itself has a different impact than when you're eating them with either fat or protein, which will slow down the digestive process. As fat and protein are more cumbersome to digest than just carbohydrates in isolation. By slowing down the digestive process, you slow the release of sugar into the bloodstream, And what that does is it actually requires less insulin of a response. You're not getting that sugar spike. And this is one of the important ways that we can enjoy carbs and still stay in fat burning mode. So what do you think? We've gone through a lot today and I promised you I wasn't going to be too long. So we've gone through a lot in a short period of time. We talked about carbs and fat loss specifically and right time, right carbs, right company, right amount. It's all good. Let me know how I can help and support you with this. What I'm going to be doing is posting some of the basics that we talked about, right right time, right quantity, right quantity, and right company. Mixing your macros, understanding how you feel has a major impact on your weight loss journey. So mood, energy, cravings, and hunger. And use that as a guideline for this upcoming week with what you're eating. Okay, my friends, I'm not keeping you too, too long today. I can be reached at S-O-N-Y-A 
at freshapproachfitness.ca. If you have any questions, I'll put the link on here. But I am definitely here to help support you on your journey to healthy eating, helping you live your best life. Have yourself a fantastic week, my friends.